Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Hey, buddy, here we are. We're on the radio. It's time. Greetings and good morning to you from News Radio 1070 KOK. While you were doing your show prep, it became 8.32 a.m. So, all right, our good, 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 good co-host. Bubble and the nitric oxide. Well, that's what it is. I was going to put oxygen on today. I thought, no, we'll get the green tank out for you today. Friday. Change things around a little bit. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, yeah, that is Mr. Ben Reikley, of course, a fine local business individual at a, one of the ESOPs in our region. So he's got 200 uh, co-owners involved in his business, and they're doing fabulously these days. Uh, he's also a Republican committee person and staunch conservative with his ears <laughs> closed. Staunch American. and Oh, staunch American. Okay. Staunch, staunch Snyder Countyan, Pennsylvanian, right. American, and... Uh, Let's see. I've interesting show of the week. I caught bits and pieces of it. So uh, yep, we had some super duper shows. Re- recap here and, and see. But on on a Friday, uh, let's see if we can break some new ground. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We've talked about a wide range of topics this week: uh, race and coronavirus. Uh, we got a legislative update from John Gordner, so we appreciate his uh, call mm. in. So we can talk about anything that you'd like to as it relates uh, to. Uh, the goings-on in the world today. Uh, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Remember, you can buy a car online, touch-free. You get the notary on the line. They set up a loan. You can mm. make your first payment or maybe, well, usually they're deferred a little while, so you seem like it feels like you're driving for free. That's what I always like. <laughs> so when I get my Ranger, I'm going to go for two months with no payments, first of all. So for a while there, I'll think I'm an owned and operated car. But uh, then, of course, then I have to. I think there might be deals where you might uh, might be able to defer those payments for longer than two Oh, months. okay. Well, there you go. Okay, might be a good idea. I don't know if my lovely bride would like that. She likes to attack our debt like crazy. So uh, anyway, all right, sunburymotors.com will do all the working out that needs to be worked out when it comes to working out a deal for you to walk away with a vehicle. Or you could do like Ben, just go in there with a big bag full of cash, buy the vehicle, hand it, slide it across the table to them, and they say, well, you go out and pick out any one of them vehicles you would like. The Sunbury Motor Company, our toll-free line open. And call us now, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. We're going to have open phones the first half hour, and then at 9.10, well, we'll do headlines at 9 o'clock, and then uh, Billy Allred, uh, he's now a community organizer. He's got a Facebook page that he's helping to curate, and uh, he's still an elected township supervisor, mm-hmm. and they took a stand on the, trying to get Union County to go green. So, community organizer right yep. after... Uh, 
right after uh, President Obama, who started as a community <laughs> organizer. <laughs> and now look at, well, it would not surprise me at all if Billy Allred became a president someday. He is uh, super, <laughs> he's, he's one of those people you run into, you know, you know that uh, their brains like has two thoughts for every one of mine. So he's a thinker, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. A bigger story, we talked about race, bigger story, NASCAR. Yeah, but Polk Confederate no flag fans, or no Confederate uh, flag. Seattle losing six blocks of its city. Well, I heard about that. I, I certainly uh, am, am interested in a discussion and hearing about race, but this idea of uh, uh, people taking over the city. So if you own a little coffee shop down there, what do you do? You mm-hmm. just I serve your SOL. Oh, you're out. Of, okay, so you you're lost your deed and everything. And, and, and you know, okay. the, the other part, too, is... Uh, you know, ha- has this group formed their own union within the union? We, mi- we might have 196 countries now. Well, yeah, the CBS said that when you enter, uh, they have a name for it. It's like the first... Chaz. Uh, Capitol Hill, yes, Capitol Authority Hill. Capitol Zone, Hill. sort for Chaz. Okay. So uh, I think you and I should probably do a remote from Chaz. It says when you go in there, you're leaving the United States, so we'll yeah. need to have a passport, passport to get in. So maybe we can get in and do a remote from, uh, from Chaz. Chaz. Wow, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, bigger story. NASCAR and the Confederate flag, and that's a ra- you know race issue well, here. Well, yeah. Or the takeover of, a, uh, of six blocks. And remember, their mayor is also talking about recreating the summer of love so chaz's population could grow in a co- you know in the next uh, nine to uh, 15 months and they might be able to take seven or eight blocks now of seattle it so, could grow uh, so more interesting shrink. stories I mean, it could she also talked about the idea that maybe a more succinct Chaz, Summer of Love and Cap Hill. Je- Jefferson Airplane is on their way up there. Well, we're also hearing about defunding police, you know, and what does that mean? You know, does it mean that you don't you get rid of patrol officers altogether or do you just kind of reprioritize the way a police department is set up or I think there's a great document and I'm going to uh, lose the gentleman's first mess name. Mess up the name, aren't but I think you? it's his last name is Steele, believe British wrote about the seven, and I use this commandments, but the seven points or commandments of policing. Okay. And it's an excellent document. I want to say George or Robert Steele. And it, I believe it was back in the early 1800s, but it it, it is the oh. uh, it should be the bylaws Today. of police departments. And if you read those seven or eight, like I said, bullet points, commandments, whatever you want to refer to it, it is excellent, and it's what uh, police and community should be all about. And and that's what it is about, police and communities. And police would have to... Uh, add officers or no no it's it's an, it's it's the engagement with the community why you are policing how you are policing the the let's say the foundation of policing and what should it be and one of the points I took out of it was really uh, the community um, y- you are the police is are a part of the community as the community are part of the uh, police department in in the in the communications back and forth and their interactions. So, uh, you know, remember years ago, there used to be police youth leagues for, you know, all types of sports well, for youth. police patrolled on foot. Well, and... Drove and, around. And so he's saying, but, but uh, somebody could probably look it up, but I believe the gentleman's name's Steele. I believe he was British. It came from the points of policing and 
how how your police department or your police officers in your community interact. Ex- excellent piece. All right. One eight hundred. I apologize for not printing it out. That's no, okay. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Maybe you have some information on that. This idea uh, that there are different ways to police than the way that we do now. I think people that talk about defunding police, there it, it it. I've heard everything this week from <laughs> just. Abolish the police department, don't have any police, uh, to all the way up to adding officers who aren't specifically officers, who might be more human service-oriented helpers in the community, or sort of like the community policing model. I know they use that up in Williamsport, very successful up there, where the officers aren't uh, always in an adversarial role with someone, with uh, people in the community. And in that town, when they do want more sort of the law and order type policing, they use saturation patrols. For them to do a saturation patrol is normal. You know, it's one mm-hmm. of the things that they do on a regular basis up there where they fan out on all times of day or night. Sheriffs uh, get involved in this. Neighboring police department, state police department, of course, Williamsport, all get together and just super patrol throughout the community, try to f- find some of the infractions, whether it's a code violation all the way up to advancing a big investigation, you know, a felony investigation. Uh, they do this in Williamsport. So but, but they, l- they say it's successful. But l- look at police departments now. Are police departments... 80% successful, 90% successful. Uh, at what ratio do you say it's broken? Uh, are there tweaks? Uh, obviously, in Minneapolis, something broke down, but look at the leadership in Minneapolis. The leadership in Minneapolis has been fairly uh, liberal, progressive for decades. Uh, there, there's been governors that are Republicans here and there, but you know, the city of Minneapolis is a... I did business out there in the 80s and 90s, uh, it's it's a pretty progressive city. Uh, so what has happened with these people, uh, Democrats who have taken over, and what adjustments didn't they make? Uh, there was an incident in Minneapolis, I think it's three to four or five years ago, where a uh, uh, person was shot in the car next to uh, their girlfriend. And, uh, you know, so what what has Minneapolis done to help itself? And you know, a or lot is it a Democratic issue? Maybe it's just well, a leadership well, it issue. It has to be a leadership issue. Or what did you say? Maybe it's the bad apple issue. Well, but but you know, look who's running these cities, and look what results we're getting, and the frustration of some of these rioters. Now, protesting is different, but the looters and rioters are a different group, also. You want to protest, and you think something's wrong? Well, you know what? The election. Box is a great place to the protest. Box. Yep. The ballot box. During right. election, you you can protest there, and it it sounds it sends a message. It's called a referendum <laughs> on your community mm-hmm. leaders. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We do have some callers, so without further ado, Bobby, you're first. Go right ahead. Ben is listening. Uh, yes, uh, I'm going to say good morning, everyone. As far as the uh, I'm going to say reassigning funds for the police department or any anything else. And I think I called in the other day about this. We live in a technical society, so at this point, uh, technical advisor and technical training, uh, uh, you know, to operate the equipment and stuff would be a really good idea. Uh, also, I was going to ask Ben uh, to go green. Uh, the business um, owner has uh, uh, certain uh, responsibilities in that, but. But from an operational standpoint, is that going to be uh, costing more money to do that, to uh, stay in business? 
Well, the business people I've talked to and just talked to a gentleman um, last night, and then they opened up. Bot's Tavern is now open in Seals Grove. Uh, got some uh, pictures of folks that are there. But, yes, uh, first of all, you have your overhead costs. If you're going to heat, air condition, you know, have, have electricity on, you have overhead costs. If you can only use 40, 50, 60 percent of your facility, uh, you know, you're losing the rest in, in potential revenue. Also, yes. to go through what they have to do with their uh, operations, their fundamentals. Um, now, are they throwing away menus? You know, you print them up on inexpensive paper, hopefully recycled. But look, look at how you had to change your operations, and also what what are your logistics from a standpoint? Uh, most of the places I know are not open the hours they used to be open, so uh, you're going to have personnel issues. You're going to have the fundamental of operation issues, and can you create enough revenue to cover your expenses? And that was part of the government's program was to try to help businesses get through through these bridge loans, grants, et cetera, and get their employees through and get their businesses through. So uh, time, time will tell, but uh, a lot of frustrations, a lot of frustrations in the, in the business community. And also, who's enforcing these regulations? Right. Yeah. Right. Nobody. I mean, parking, you know, parking violations on, on the streets in Sunbury is one thing in that. But meanwhile, you're, you're going to go to a business and, uh, you know, whether it's insurance or, uh, you know, whether it's uh, stopping in at a tavern or, uh, you know, anything, uh, each, uh, they're not all the same businesses, so they have to adapt different ways. Yes, right. no, very much they do. And there's cost associated with that. Yes. All right. Thank you so right, much thank you. for checking in. I appreciate that. Uh, Stan's going to be our last caller before a quickie break, but uh, we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Stan, thanks for checking in. You're on the, uh, you are on the mark. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, as far as defunding the police, uh, you know, I guess that's a leftist dream, you know, to, an, you know an anarchist dream. To have not have the cops around to you know keep them in check because obviously from the stuff that's been going on for the past couple of weeks somebody needs to be put in check because I mean uh, the protests are one thing but these people looting and rioting uh, they need some serious uh, well enforcement upon those people and they just let them go well, you know Chaz out there in Seattle is a perfect example of it yeah but remember Stan you can't impede on somebody's will. A lot of these people have been taught uh, through schools, or maybe they uh, unfortunately weren't taught properly. But uh, remember, uh, you know, two plus two didn't have to equal four for a lot of these folks. Um, you know, standing up in class uh, didn't matter. Uh, doing this, you know, uh, parents have coddled them, teachers have coddled them sometimes, and unfortunately, parents and teachers have, have left them go and, and not learn the real world. So now, is it unfair to hold them back from going in and taking uh, 20 sneakers uh, out of the uh, shoe store in uh, in Chicago? Uh, you know, you, you can't you can't impede on their will anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess I didn't look at it that way. You know, you got to give them what they want, right? Ain't that the way the American way? You know, no. these people they don't know how to work for a living, so they'll just take what they want, and you can't stop them. No, it's that's it. what they've been telling us. Yeah, it's their life, liberty, and pursuit of what they want. <laughs> well, you know, if they get stupid and come out into the rural areas, things probably won't end well for them. 
uh, because, you know, police re- response out, you know, if you get five miles out of town, is then you're in state police territory in most areas. Well, state police can be half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour away. Well, uh, So a person has to take care of that problem themselves. Yes, Dan, I think the uh, bumper sticker I chuckle at uh, when I go by and they say, uh, my insurance agent is... Smith and Wesson. <laughs> so, uh, we see a lot of that around but, here. But, but again, though, look look back at the riots in L.A. over the uh, Rodney King incident. I remember being in California during that. The stores that didn't get looted were the stores that were protected by uh, you know the owners Arms with guns, and, and, and a lot of, a lot of those were Asian merchants that protected themselves. Uh, with, and you know, and the looters ran right by them because they didn't want to they want to deal with that. So it, uh, you know, these looters are almost like water. If, uh, if somebody breaks open a window, they'll run in, but you know, a lot of them are, are just followers, and uh, uh, it's amazing how the mainstream media has not put protesters in one group and looters and rioters in the other. They talk well, think, about the protesters. They talk about protesters. Well, they sure. talk about them, but then they don't bring up the looters and rioters. Wow. So if they, if they keep if they keep them all in the same group and you and you complain about the people rioting and looting, well then you're you're against the protesters. It's all narrative yes. and, and trying to keep people down. Yes. No, and, I, and protesting is fine. And uh, but but a lot of these protests aren't uh, aren't saintly either. And uh, you know, let, let's be realistic <laughs> about this. There's there's rioters that have uh, co-opted the, uh, these protesters, and it's not fair to the protesters. All right, we got you. Stan. Right. I mean, you got a whole group of them, man. It's called Antifa. So, uh, Stan, you know, I will Would there yes. be any improvements that we can make to policing, or is the status quo ideal? Well, I'm sure there's probably training issues that need to be addressed, but you know, most of the problem. Where are most of the problems? Most of the problems I see are happening in these, you know, Democrat-controlled, progressive-controlled, or whatever you want to call them, cities, the big cities. So they, you know, so what are, what are they teaching? What are they training their cops to do? What is the difference between a Republican-controlled cities police department and a Democratically-controlled cities police department? What's the, what's the main difference? Would you say? Well, maybe the maybe the Republican mayor has a little more common sense and hires a good police chief, and has you know has better control over the the people that work for, that work under well, well, him. Better training. Yes, I, I don't know. I mean, all well, I know is what up. you see is happening mostly in those kind of cities. Let, 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 key, me, key let me give Mark there. an example. Hold on, hold on. Keyword there is you just said it the best. I think really there could be some improvements. But you don't know. That's the key. So when you point at the Democrats, make sure you paraphrase it by saying, uh, uh, first, no, no, of all, no, no. first of all, first of all, you have to say, I don't know, but I know, <laughs> I know for a fact these cities are democratically controlled, and I know Republican control some cities. But then you have to say it again, I don't know the difference in those communities. Well, I do know the we'll difference. Give, hold on, we'll give you the last word. Stan, go right ahead. It's a political issue. That's yes, what the is difference okay. is. Gotcha. And, and you can see it because otherwise it wouldn't be happening in those big cities controlled by the same people for decades. Yes. And, st- and, and he- to think otherwise is just having your head in the sand. Well, well here, here's gotcha. an example, and we'll give Mark an example. And the Thank other, you, Stan. Uh, We're going to move on. Here it is. Look at New York before Giuliani and look at New York after Giuliani. All right, perfect. Thank you so much, men. Uh, Lance is standing by. We'll take more comers. We're going to need more callers. 1-800-795-9565. we got a couple of emails. We'll read those on the radio. We will be right back.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One of our emailers says, oh, good, gentlemen. This is a new country within our country? Ridiculous. I never thought I'd see this happening in my day, and I do call it terrorism. Couldn't we turn our electricity off and our water off and our sewer? Because who's paying America to use our benefits. Says well, it'll be interesting. Emailer. And, you know, they're probably going to want water rights, so they're, they're probably going to want to go out towards uh, the ocean so they can have water rights to bring in shipping. And, you know, how, how are <laughs> they... Since you they're know, a country, they're well, and, and, and they set up borders, and they do have some uh, some weapons there, so they have a little small militia. So they're starting small and building. Alright, 1-800-795-9565. Lance, what's your view on all this? You're on the mark. Well, what I'm about to say here kind of sets the tone for how they look at uh, uh, law enforcement out there in Seattle, okay? Um, Last night, I was listening to uh, MSDNC, and as I was (laughs) tuning past the headline news, headline carries the forensic files. Sometimes I like to listen to that, and they said the word Seattle as I was going past, so I thought, oh, what's this about? Well, what this has to do with is a murder that occurred out there. What the guy did was um, strangle a woman, cut her body up in little pieces, which he then gift-wrapped and proceeded to deposit in what they said were the recycling bins throughout the city, you know, here and there and all over. In Seattle. Yeah, and come to trial. He got 28 years, three of which was for stealing her car. What? Yeah. Get out so of here. So if you, if you set that bar and you say that's the way they look at crime, well, it's no wonder they're out there. It's senseless in Seattle. Well, it's... It, 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 <laughs> Isn't but that it, a movie? Yeah, but it's also... Uh, you see this other places. You see it in New York City. You see it in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where yeah. the administrations... Do not back the officers. Now, again, we talk about bad officers. Well, you know where that problem runs right back to? The police union. The police union has to clean up its own act. These administrations have to let officers be officers and also have regulations. But when the officers do not feel that the administrations are backing them, looks what look as what has happened to crime in Baltimore. And this is the hypocrisy of all hypocrisies. Where are the folks protesting, protesting, yeah. not rioters, the protesters? Why don't they go to Chicago and save that south side of that neighborhood, which there's murders going on, and these are, a, you know, highly 
large percentage of them are, are, are black folks. And why hasn't that, through the Obama administration, and now you have Mayor Lightfoot out there, you want to talk about Lightfoot, I hate to say it, but she's a little lightheaded on her tactics, meaning her aldermen are, are coming against her, letting their, their businesses burn. But why isn't why aren't they protesting Chicago? This would be great for Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, and the rest of the poverty business people. Go to Chicago and solve that problem. Then you'll have credibility. I agree with all that. Well, something, too, here is the way that the law looks at the crime of arson, okay? I am a good friend, really, with an individual. I've been a friend of his all his life. And he went to jail for 15 years for setting fire to his own property that had no insurance on it. It's one of those individuals, he's a great worker till he gets drunk and then look out what, what might happen. Matter of fact, the poor bugger's in jail right now for something stupid he did. But what I'm saying is, 15 years he got there, and they got him for really risking a catastrophe and endangering the lives of the officers, well, of the firemen, who came to put out the fire. Well, that didn't happen anywhere during these riots, did it? <laughs> no. It no, happened every happened time. Like, you know, 25 no. years ago this happened. No, 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 but, but that, that, you know, you could prosecute uh, 80% of these rioters for that, for looting and for uh, setting fire. And, Mark, if you look at your concealed carry permit, where it says uh, scenarios in which you are uh, okay to shoot, one of them is in the act of arson. And it's right there. Hmm. So the law looks at that as being something horrible, and they never enforce it. But but remember when there was martial law and, and when things would happen during disasters, looters in the past were shot on sight. And yeah. that pretty much stopped the looting. Now, I'm not condoning, you know, shooting people, but, you know, when you, when you hear the president talk about you have to have, you know, be strong-armed and stop this, you have to nip this in the bud because what has happened, why that mayor in Minneapolis, when he left that precinct get overrun, that opened the floodgates across the country because they, you know, here's what people are saying. If they're not going to protect a police station, what are they going to protect? All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for checking in. Uh, we're going to continue our On the Mark show into the 9 a.m. hour. We would just uh, love to hear from you today. So uh, call us up on that toll-free line, 1-800-795-9565. You'll need it during the 9 a.m. hour. We're going to hear from Billy Allred, and we'll continue our good discussions here on WDKOK. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reichley is directly across from me. And Mr. Rob Center is our... Happy to be here. Rob Center. Yeah, producer of producers. Yay, Rob. We love Rob. (laughs) He's super duper. Philadelphia native. Philadelphia native. And is told me he's jonesing. Jonesing for Philly's... 
sports. Oh, well, Last yes. Last week we were talking. <laughs> the replays were a fine quirk, and they're going to continue on Eagle 107, but well, uh, um, it's not It's frustrating. It's Major League Baseball Philly. can't get it together. Football's trying to figure out what to do. NBA, think I guess they're all going to Disney World and playing down there. Uh, uh, NHL hockey, uh, the ice is melting. They need to get on the stick. And uh, why can they do it over in Europe? The soccer, soccer guys are, are playing. NASCAR here is racing. PGA is uh, playing golf. Uh, probably, I'm going to say this politely, the golfers might enjoy not having fans around. So... I know I sort of watched a little bit, and when they were teeing off, and I didn't hear, get in the hole, <laughs> you know, or, uh, or uh, you're the man. You know, you hear that, you know, people holler at those uh, PGA events. I think uh, maybe the golfers might enjoy a little bit of uh, solitude out there on the course. But uh, can, uh, can college football get back? Because that's a big one for Sunbury Broadcasting. All right. And, of course, it's a big one for Steve Jones. <laughs> To be continued on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15. They invite you to do as I've done on several occasions. Go to the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they'll pump you up with nitrogen. They'll take care of whatever your vehicle needs. They got the alignment shop, the body shop, they got the tune-up shop, they got the tire shop, they got every kind of shop you could want there. Uh, the body shop, of course, they do painting and uh, fix-up collisions there. You name it, they'll take good care of you at uh, the Sunbury Motor company quick lane and remember when it comes to purchasing a vehicle these days you do not need to go there in person uh, you don't need to do a handshake you can just do so online visit sunburymotors.com see their entire ford lincoln kia hyundai and pre-owned inventory all of that online select your perfect vehicle and purchase it online right from your home and there'll be an opportunity for you to save a lot of money and get your vehicle online and they and would just love to super Serve yeah. you. you can transfer uh, money Titles from your from your Bitcoin account, <laughs> and uh, you know it's all. Or you paid can off. just use dollars too. Either <laughs> way, you can write them a check or give them your bank account number, and they'll use that to do a perfectly satisfactory. Now, if you have a withdrawal. transportation needs, and again, I always say go and take a test drive. Take that test drive south of Sunbury. Swing into Penn's Tavern, and maybe they'll give you a voucher for a free lunch. Who knows? But, uh, no, Sunbury Motors, uh, they take care of your transportation needs. And uh, Jeff Clock over there at Sunbury. Then the guys down here uh, at the Kia dealership. Those guys uh, have, have done a great job down there. And uh, But, no, uh, I think uh, you mentioned all the departments of Sunbury Motors. Yeah, I think, I think I've I mentioned had, them all. I think I had a vehicle in every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Body <laughs> shop, the yeah, all, all, off the lot, uh, through, collision. Through, through the service and into the body shop and the paint shop. All right, uh, 1-800-795-9565. Hold on to that number. You're going to need that later. We're going to have Billy Allred on the line shortly, and uh, we're going to talk to him about some things going on in Union County, and you can email us now at on the mark at WKOK.com. We've got a couple of texts lined up, so we'll read those on the radio shortly here. Text number 70236. In the news, a teenager was killed in a murder-suicide this week in the Milton area. State troopers say 58-year-old Brenda Hurst killed a 14-year-old who they do not identify, then committed suicide. The incident occurred around 1 p.m. Wednesday at 610 Phillips Road in Turbot Township, Northumberland County.
Troopers say no other details will be disclosed about the incident or two people killed in that murder-suicide this week. The U.S. Marshals Service was in on making the arrest of the man in, who they say was the shooter in a drive-by shooting last week in Lewisburg, according to a release from Buffalo Valley Regional Police. Uh, the alleged shooter was 24-year-old Julio Gonzalez of Sunbury. He was uh, picked up yesterday. U.S. Congressman Fred Keller organized a roundtable discussion in Sunbury Thursday to discuss policing. Brad Hare, the Sunbury police chief, said he's very much interested in improving policing. I don't have all the answers, and I can tell you nothing is perfect to what we are given by the legislature of Pennsylvania and the United States Congress, but we are always striving to be better. Sunbury's Mayor Kurt Karlovich and State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver among those participants in Congressman Keller's forum yesterday. Pennsylvania has been reopening in phases under a plan designed to relax restrictions in places where the outbreak is less severe. A dozen more counties, including Northumberland and Union County, go to the green today. That means gyms, hair salons, theaters, and other businesses that have been closed since March can now reopen at reduced capacity. All of this happens while state lawmakers passed a resolution this week to end Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's business shutdown entirely and lift their restrictions. Senate Republicans asked a court Wednesday to enforce it. No decision from that court yet, so there's no change in the state restrictions. You've seen some uh, conservative elected leaders around here saying that this has been decided and that all the restrictions are lifted, and that has <laughs> not happened, and I'm going to add the word yet. Yeah. It may happen. Yeah. Uh, this is a big debate, but hey, it real, hasn't happened yet. Real quick on Sunbury, did the camera issue ever get worked out with Sunbury with the federal money Couldn't and the cameras? You. Does anybody, yeah, it's sort of gone no away? Idea. Okay. No injuries in a fire yesterday in Danville. Uh, the Thursday afternoon happened on Ridge Drive again. No injuries there. As for NASCAR at the Poconos. Pocono Raceway officials say they want all attendees, no matter their race, color, creed, sexual orientation, or origin, to feel comfortable during their events and enjoy the sport. The issue of the Confederate flag was pushed to the forefront by Bubba Wallace, the only black driver on the NASCAR circuit. Wallace says there's no place for the flag in the sport. Neither NASCAR nor Pocono Raceway has released any plans on how they will enforce the new policy. Pocono has NASCAR races planned for June 26th through the 28th, but due to the coronavirus pandemic, no spectators will be admitted. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. That's the latest news and headlines. Next up, Billy Allred's on the line, our guest call in. Thank you so much for checking in today, Billy. We appreciate it. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to hear your voices. Thank you. Uh, good, good Winfield resident, active Republican. Uh, describe, are you a co-founder of the Buffalo Valley page that's up now? Well, it, the Buffalo Valley Citizens Forum has been around for several years. Oh, it was actually okay. started by a group uh, in Lewisburg, um, mostly progressives, actually, and a few of us conservatives. I think there's maybe 20% conservatives on the forum. Uh, but then recently that forum was archived or uh, locked from future comments uh, because the administrators just couldn't keep up. And so when that happened, I created another one so that the folks who enjoyed spending time posting things there and discussing local issues in the Buffalo Valley and even some abroad were able to have that forum to do so. So I'm not really the originator of any of the ideas. 
Okay. So it certainly has a new life. You're one of the posters. Just to explain the discussion that's happening there so people realize that it's an open forum and you know, anybody can post anything. Yeah, it's it's you know me, Mark. It's it, I'm liber I'm very libertarian minded, so there's not a lot of rules there, uh, which you know anarchy leads to some strange things sometimes. <laughs> and but uh, people can post whatever they want, comment whatever they post, whatever they want within reason, and and uh, hopefully it is uh, self policing in the sense that if just like in the free market, if folks don't like what's being posted, they can either uh, say something against it or ignore it altogether, and and the market will decide. You post, the market decides. Well, yeah, one of our listeners sends us a note, says you posted something about Nazi imagery last night. I can't open this attachment for some reason. What was that about? I'm assuming you're comparing the governor to Hitler. No, it didn't have anything to do with the governor. It was, it was in the middle of a long thread of about 200 comments, many of which were between David and David Hain, Lewisburg Councilman, and I, in which we were jokingly bantering back and forth. And uh, in the context of him telling me what to do, I replied with a meme, basically indicating that that I was saying he that he was that he viewed me as a dictator. Um, but I, I realized right after I posted that, and when he commented and said he was offended, I didn't realize I didn't intend it to be offensive, and I took it down and apologized to him about it and uh, you know comments continued on the page the rest of the day so i think it's a non-starter it sort of was taken out of context and being ridden pretty hard now that uh you know in that in that light that i think david hayne is a nazi but Nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, so you're you're, you're still uh, uh, fighting the good fight, though, making sure that information and discussion is out there, and both sides are brought up on this topic of reopening Pennsylvania. Uh, of course, a lot of this is about to be decided in Commonwealth Court, but uh, just to elaborate on this, that you have been working on this for months and months and months since you met with the governor, too, this idea of uh, trying to get somehow some common sentence injected into this health argument that's, uh, you know, really turned into an oppressive situation? Well, I think I, I initially issued a statement on March 20th, the day after the governor issued the statewide lockdown order, um, in, in conjunction with a couple of our elected representatives that, you know, basically at my point was we, we don't have a constitutional right to shut down businesses and close religious assemblies. And I thought the governor was overstepping his bounds. Um, and so I've continued that mantra, I guess, throughout this whole uh, crisis, not not intending to portray that social distancing doesn't help or masking doesn't help or uh, that people shouldn't stay safe, but in, instead just saying people need to make their own decisions and not be dictated to. And, and also the important point that many of your listeners have made that the rural areas needed to be treated differently than the urban areas and the nursing homes and not painted but you know not paint the state with a broad brush and now that this has gone on well we're in, in into what the third month or more now uh, definitely time to we've had more than enough time to inform the public so they can make these informed decisions uh, now now more than ever we have to ease up on these restrictions is 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 that your view Oh, absolutely, and and I think people are doing that naturally. I, um, 
you know that they're they're making their own decisions already. You go in certain stores, and those clientele choose to wear masks, and you go other places, uh, and they're not. And I think I think that's fine. I mean, the governor himself has exercised his liberty to march with protesters, and I'm and I'm fine with that. I mean, I, I feel like it was hypocritical in the sense that he criticized other protesters, but. Aside from that, in terms of his liberty to do that, I think that's I think that's perfectly fine. What would what would you have done? I asked I asked you two months ago. What would King Billy do? Which is kind of a funny phrase. But uh, in any event, you know, you had talked about this common sense, informed, certainly a rural uh, variation that that could be applied somehow. Ex- explain what what one way to do this would be. Well, I, I mean, I think cl- certainly closing the schools was within the governor's purview. Uh, I think uh, nursing homes and places where that government health regulations govern certainly those should have uh, those should have been the priority. And unfortunately, I think uh, rather than using you know a, a pencil to circle very specific places, we used a highlighter go over the whole state. Uh, and, and distorting the focus, broadening the focus like that caused us to lose focus on the most vulnerable. And, and uh, I think that's really unfortunate. That's going to be the story that comes out of this. But uh, I just, I believe in individual liberty. And, uh, you know, if, if, if store owners could have made their own decisions and then patrons could have decided based on the, uh, on the information from the governor whether or not to shop at those stores and uh, participate in different activities, those kinds of things, things that the state doesn't govern. Tell us about the parade that is coming up. Uh, you're not in, uh, well, let me ask you, are you involved in that? My my gut reaction is the answer is no, but you you have talked about it a little bit. Tell us about that. Yeah, I, <clears throat> the someone else came up with the idea, and I'm, I am championing it because I think it's a great idea. You know, unfortunately, the the Veterans Parade Committee in Lewisburg, which always does a fabulous job, we so appreciate all their service to the community, uh, but because of coronavirus and because of all the planning and organization that has to go into an event that large, uh, they had to cancel for this year. And a lot of us in Union County and, and around, I think, just thought that was a real shame. And so someone had the idea of having uh, having a protest of coronavirus basically some people have said how can you protest coronavirus well it's sort of you know the personification of things is what we do nowadays that's why governor the governor says coronavirus closed your schools he doesn't say i closed the schools uh and we say we have a war on poverty you know we, we personify things so i don't think that's at all problematic but uh those who are want to protest the fact that coronavirus has taken away our parade we are using the opportunity to celebrate veterans in a more ground root grassroots ground up type phenomenon where we encourage people on june 27th which would have been the date of the parade at 10 a.m to just drive go with your flags or your signs and drive in that same parade route Uh, if you want to throw candy to any onlookers you can do that if you want to uh, just march down the sidewalk along that same route out of the street, hopefully. Uh, you can do that. There, There is no main organizer saying, 
you can do this, you can't do this. You know, anyone who wants to come and and celebrate our veterans in a way that they that is legal and they see honors our veterans, we're encouraging them to do that at 10 a.m. on the 27th. Right, so that's uh, Ju- June twenty seventh. You're going to be doing that. Or right, that, that's going to be taking place. Or Independence Day. Right, and the full name is Union County Coronavirus Protest Support Our Veterans Parade. Correct. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's that right. that has everything so if in there. You go on Facebook and look for Union County Coronavirus Protest. It'll be up there before you even finish typing, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. It's a pretty unique name. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, be easy to spot. Okay. and uh, We have about, two, I think, uh, like 250 people so far that have said they're either coming or interested. So I think there will be people that, that participate, and I'm hoping there will be some onlookers that come out on their sidewalks in the open air and, and watch, you know, some of the vehicles go by with whatever decorations they've managed to affix to their vehicles. All right, we got you. Okay, uh, anything else to add about these important discussions? I just wanted to give you an opportunity to elaborate on the fact that, well, the Buffalo Valley Page has really turned into a vibrant opportunity for folks to disseminate their viewpoints and information and that the parade is uh, coming up. Anything else on your mind that really has uh, got to be brought up and talked about? Well, as a listener, uh, I have to tell you I'm, I'm fascinated by the discussions about uh, the Green New Deal in Lewisburg and their support of Bucknell Black Lives Matter and their call to defund the uh, Bucknell Public Safety, which is the security force at Bucknell, and also uh, disjoin themselves completely from Buffalo Valley Regional Police. I'm very interested to see how that, where that goes. It sounds, it sounds horrible to me, to be, to be frank, as a conservative, I can't I can't imagine how can't, what how campus policing and protection of, of of liberties and lives is going to happen in this context. But I'm 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 waiting anxiously to have folks describe for me what this is supposed to look like and how it's supposed to work. All right. Well, to be continued. I I, I think defund was probably a poor choice of a word. I know some folks are talking about enhancements and reforms, and uh, I, and of course there are probably some people talking about abolishing police. So we got a you know just a wide range mm-hmm. of things that would go be into careful that. Careful what you wish for. All right. Thank you so much, Billy. Appreciate the call. Thanks for checking in today. Thanks, Mark. Take B- care, Billy. Active, active uh, citizen around here, an activist, and uh, uh, two pages we talked about on Facebook. You are welcome to follow them. Buffalo Valley Citizens yeah. Forum. Really, everybody on both yeah, sides is on uh, all, on that page now. If there's 250 plus people coming out, that'll be a great a little event uh, oh, wait, going wait, on wait, in Lewisburg. Wait, wait, that's above the limit, isn't it? <laughs> No, 249. They'll they'll, they'll put 249 on their permit. All right. To be continued. uh, Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for participating in our first half of our show. Time for half number two of On the Mark. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. Our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We're enjoying open phones right now. So the topic mm-hmm. of your selection, we've alluded to race. We've alluded to uh, the governor's onerous restrictions. I've always maintained that we closed down too soon around here and uh, uh, we reopened too late. Because, well, you know, closing down too soon. pushed the curve so badly Potentially, but uh, open up early. Right, that's and, that's what uh, I think we should have done. As we were talking, but that's Lawrence's worthless. Well, you know, th- th- make adjustments. You can do something, but then make adjustments. If you, the governor said, "Listen, we don't know 100 percent where we're at. I, I got to shut this down for the state. I'm sorry for you folks in Warner, and Warren, and Potter County, and you know Sullivan, but you know, we're, we're, but then after a week to two weeks, they hold it. Okay, we got to reopen up in here and that, and you know, as we were talking, note to self. Usually, in a discussion, especially in social media, uh, stay away from the dictators, especially Hitler and uh, any Nazi <laughs> things. St- just well, stay, stay away. I mean, if you have to, find find somebody that the left loves, like uh, uh, Castro. Uh, you know, f- find out Mao, one of the ones that the left loves. If you have to, uh, if you have to put a, a dictator in your conversation. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends a note, says, Timothy McVeigh was a domestic terrorist, caused the Oklahoma bombing in Seattle. These domestic terrorists attack America in a different way, but no one died yet. Will one death count to the mayor? So will the mayor stand accountable for what will happen if this continues? As far as the police being chased out by the mayor, if I was a policeman, I would have never left. They have more right to be there than these domestic terrorists. Well, I don't. Uh, in the situation out there, it seems like the police were staying, and then uh, instead of fueling the fire, they, they, they left. And the mayor, I believe the... Uh, Maybe the assistant police chief, she was discussing that. Maybe she is the police chief. I, I, I saw numerous times on some different channels she was on. But it is it is a disaster out there. And uh, what, uh, let's say, uh, what they're trying to cover up with is whipped cream on stench. And uh, this isn't uh, the summer of love. This isn't a commune. This isn't a block party. Th- this is what Antifa wants. And even more what they would want is they would love to people come in and try to move them out. And then they have a then they have a narrative that they can recreate. This, this is orchestrated, folks. This is a bigger picture. This is this is outside money coming in and backing them. This is Soros. This is um, uh, Steyer money that is coming in and keeping these people afloat. Because, again, to to destroy America is to from the inside out not the outside in and uh, th- these are the little uh, uh, paper cuts maybe more than paper cuts that uh, that is uh, hurting America and it's a, it's an embarrassment it is an embarrassment mayor and the governor of Washington could consider 
I say I'm resigning from lack of leadership and lack of understanding how to keep their society safe. All right, Lance, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in today. Okay, you know, as we ponder uh, the way Bucknell, you know, felt about law enforcement, I sort of (laughs) think about in the New Testament, you know, where someone is talking to one of the great apostles and they say, Paul, much learning doth make thee mad. And I really believe that it does. Just think about it. Many years ago when I was in high school, I had a really fine teacher. who was a history teacher who had been in on the um, invasion in Normandy and all that. And, uh, he wrote an equation on the board, and if I had um, paper, I'd do it. But what it shucked out to was the amount of education varies in inverse proportion to common sense. And that really says it, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess, I, I, but I, I think uh, I think these are one of those times where you kind of have to think bigger than we think. You know, is there any reform, change, upgrade, change, refund, defund, operations, social service, uh, hardline law and order? You know, what what can you do to improve policing? Uh, you know, what if there was a domestic dispute, and of course an officer responded, but what if somebody that actually could help the family also responded? I, I just think the, the bigger you think here, the more you can turn it into a solution. Just defunding, that's a tough, you know, a tough call. And I know, for example, when Los Angeles, the mayor there said, okay, he's going to defund police. He has like 150 million bucks you can play with there. So, but the, the money's not going back to taxpayers. It's going to community service, community police. Uh, counselors and, and things that uh, raise up neighborhoods rather than things that just just enforce law. So it's a it's a broad topic. And who's getting that money? Thank yeah, thank you, thank you, Lance. Well, well I don't know. You'll have to see, but well, we're, we're welcome to follow it. Well, we talk about improving policing. How about improving the citizens? How, how about society improves itself? If an officer asks you to stand there and it could irritate you to no end, stand there. If there's no confrontation with an officer, usually, you know, we're seeing this stuff. And the the numbers are all over the place. But, Mark, we want to talk about officers and uh, black, particularly males, being killed by officers. Those statistics are very low compared to black people killing black people. And I brought Chicago up. But, you know, we talk about improving police departments. How about improving citizenship? How how about improving society? Uh, Hey, I get irritated being pulled over for going uh, 45 and a 35, but but hey, I did that. I'm accountable for that. How about you being accountable for for what you do? And when we see these these videos, yeah, there are, you know, police unions have to step up here. But when we see this, is it such a large percentage is somebody didn't listen to what the officer was doing now the officer isn't saying take off all your clothes and stand on your head you know the officer is saying either get on the ground or do this now how they do that yes there could be reforms in, in certain situations but at some point do we ever ask ourselves how about you want to improve you want to improve society also instead of just improving the police departments? All right, Associated Press saying Wall Street is back in a buying mode with the Dow mm. jumping nearly 700 points at the open after 
sell-off yesterday. So Dow Industrial's up 700 points yeah, right good. now. Another listener sends us a note, says, Get all cops off all campuses, including Bucknell, Susquehanna, Shikalimi, and Danville. Yeah, good that uh, they didn't put Seals Grove on there. <laughs> and then, uh, again, as soon as something happens on a, on a uh, campus, then well. what are you going to do? And, uh, you know, I like your idea, though, if you're if your individuals and your community is raised up and worked on and helped and assisted, then you don't need all this policing. I heard on the radio today somebody say, if, if you're not desperately poor, addicted, or hurting, maybe you won't burgle or be a thief or loot. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe that. Another well, texture. Oops, go ahead. I'm going to say, this steel document, I'll look that up. Like I said, that is excellent, those, oh, those okay. points of policing. Well, look at that. Another listener says, now, uh, the text machine was supposed to send us four or five panels, but it only <laughs> sent us, we only got four. Vouch for that, please. Ma- make up the middle one. One, You're two, right. three, four. It's missing one. But it says, you're right, Mark. I don't know what needs to be done to improve policing in the troubled cities. But if you compare the cities where the problems are and who's running them, there's a clue where the problem is. If Republican cold cities have rioting and looting in their jurisdiction, the Republican politicians would be catching the heat and the blame, and it would be justified. But it isn't. It isn't equally applied. It's the Democrats. Why, says Stan. Thank you. I know you continued there, but our little... Yeah, we lost our, it. Our, our but, but, Mark, going back to, again, look at look at New York City before Giuliani was there, look at after, and look at the broken window policy of policing. If there's know, a bad course. section, go take care of it. You can't let people, quote-unquote urinate in the street, defecate in the street. Uh, You know, you have to have policies. If you take care of it, then people buy into that. They improve their neighborhoods. So there are basic principles. And again, the Steele document is very interesting on that. But uh, Giuliani got rid of the squeegee groups. When you drove into New York City, I was there on business quite a bit. All of a sudden, you got five people running around your car squeegeeing every window. And if you didn't pay them, they were pounding on your vehicle. but again, broken windows policy. Cindy, Excellent. you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. First, I want to say kudos to all the school districts and how they have uniquely addressed the issue of graduation. And, and I, I, you could have had the state, in its infinite wisdom, mandate some way that 500 school districts would conduct graduation this year, but they didn't. They let them all make it their own thing. Are they getting it accomplished? Sure they are. So... Put that on this issue, right? I say if, if Seattle wants to have lawlessness, have at it. If they don't want any law enforcement, they can do that. I'm certainly not going to set foot in that community. I think there's a lot of naivete. You know, Al Capone wasn't a drug-addicted alcoholic. What were the other lists of things you had that that texter had? He was just a villain. And there are, are, there are just villainous people, whether... My neighbors want to accept that or not. And there are people who exploit whether my neighbors want to accept that or not. And I want someone to help protect me against that. I want to be able to call and have someone tell you to get out of my house. Mm. I don't want to have a negotiation about that. I want you to get out. And, you know, don't force citizens, you know, people object about people having guns. Well, if you take away the police, then those of us who want our property and our homes and our personal safety to be respected will have no other choice. I'm not going to discuss it with the person that broke into my house. 
Can uh, can we make any improvements, or, or this burglary response that's you know fairly rapid around here is that all we need? I think I'm okay with allowing communities to to do what they think is best for their community. There are people who don't want police in their community. Obviously, okay, take them away. Conduct an experiment and see what happens. I think they'll be surprised. Obviously, I think they'll be very surprised. Do I follow the rules of social dignity and the Constitution because of the threat of a policeman? No, I don't. But I know that there are people who, in the absence of authority, will push the limits as far as they can. And I want someone to respond to my need when uh, persons are violating my safety, my privacy, you know, my property, my person. So uh, I I think I respect that these other communities want to do away with their police. I think they'll live to regret that, but I think they should be permitted to do that and suffer the consequences. What I do want to say is, though, if you do this and you decide that this was a mistake, don't come crying to me. Well, and I think... made a conscious choice. Oh, suffer it. Right. I think abolishing the police doesn't sound like the solution that we're looking for first, anyway. But I do think that you know you have a lot of people talking about a lot of things that could improve policing. I know I talked to my daughter. She lives in Eugene, Oregon. She says for years out there, I mean, long before she got there, she's a newbie, but uh, she's they've had a, a group of community police-oriented individuals who are counselors and helpers for family, and, and it's sort of smushed together with adult services and MHMR and drug and alcohol. So their goal of the people who do the policing, of course, it's respond to the burglaries right away, and you know they do that well. They're they're well staffed in that regard, but they also, you know, they do look at what Ben's pointing out: some of the systemic issues or the issues that are in families that maybe you know outside help can resolve. If it's financial help, you know, their their motto is people don't burgle if they have a decent job. So you have that's how they've looked at it. But they've done that for a long time. But it's a very progressive, forward-thinking. They would hear the phrase defund the police and probably think, uh, well, maybe how about some more funding for, you know, all the different things that they do with police. All right, to be continued. Thank you so much, Cindy. Really appreciate the call. we got to take a quickie break. we got two callers waiting and two emails pending and at least one text ready. So we're going to look at all of that Mm. in our uh, closing Full house. Yep, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. One of our listeners sends us a note says, Ben, how do you get on the Soros payroll? I've been fighting the cops and the frackers and threepers and local GOP committeemen for years, and I haven't yet received a Soros check. Well, Caitlin, we can get you set up here. 1-800-I-LIKE-TOM 
or George Soros <laughs> fighting for peace and understanding in the world dot com. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you on there what? and uh, we'll we'll see. And right now, I think they're having a special: bring a friend and you get an additional hundred dollars. So uh, good luck. Oh, oh my gosh. Good luck. Okay, Tom, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, after listening to Ben uh, talking about uh, how how bad the Repub- uh, the Democratic leadership is and everything in these states, I thought I'd remind Ben that, like the 13 poorest states and the states where all the money is going, where California is sending a lot of money and New York is all Republican states. These are states with poor people. These people are living in slums. They have, they're on food stamps and all kind of assistance. They got all kind of diseases, inbred, they're inbred people. And Mitch McConnell is, is, is the leader of the Senate. He's the Senate leader. And his state is one of the worst ones for this. So are you, you want are to you talk talking about, about poor leadership, level? Ben? Are you talking about the There's poverty poor level? leadership. These are all the, the states with the poorest are the, are the Republican states. Now, that is poor leadership. When you say poor, are you talking about poverty levels? Yes. Okay, well, Kentucky has a Democratic governor, uh, and I believe leadership... Yeah, just leadership they had a Republican governor well, for le- years le- and years and years, no, so don't start that. No, no, they haven't. They've they've switched back and forth, but leadership doesn't have a no, party. No, they switch back and forth. They had yes. a Republican governor for a long time. They've had Democrat and Republican governors there. They, they've, and if you look the at the history... the first Democratic governor in a long time. Okay, if you look at the history, I believe, Tom, as you seem not to do a lot of times, check that. Here's the other part. No. Leadership doesn't have a party. But if you look at these cities, here's what we were talking about earlier, Tom. We were looking at these cities where this looting, rioting is going on. Minneapolis, in particular, have been run, you know, they have a Democratic uh, chief of police, a Democratic mayor. They even have a Democratic governor. They have a Democratic city council. So at some point over the decades, the leadership and their policies have to be accountable, we hope, to the voters. So time will tell. And in the same and in the same token, the same thing with all these poor states like Kentucky and West Virginia, and uh, Alabama and Mississippi and Louisiana and well, Arkansas. I think there's and all Republicans states, and Democrats in leadership of all these states. Red states with red governors, red but, red mayors. Tom, all what's that, your what's your and reference? And they're all living in poverty, and it's and it's okay, poor, you, poor leadership. You want to tell you want to run Tom, down the you, Democrats for poor leadership? No, Tom, what's your what's your po- are you talking about the poverty line? What, what what's your benchmark on saying poor? They're living in poverty. Okay, so you're saying the so poverty look, line. Go, go on the internet and look at some of the houses these people are living in and they're living in like worse than the Beverly Hillbillies. No, they had a pretty nice house. Out in yeah. uh, Beverly Hills. No, way out in the hills before they moved to oh, Beverly okay. Hills. Tom, so you're, 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 been you're been the Republican Party has poor leadership, just like the Democrats have poor leadership. Well, there's the, no the, difference the, between the two. Well, there is differences you between the two. You always want to run down the Democrats. No, we're pointing out you Minneapolis particular. You just well, don't know. You just don't know what you're talking okay, about. Tom. Well, hey, thanks for the paraphrasing of MSNBC this morning. We, you know, yeah, uh, we, we got for it all. The, uh, Fox News paraphrasing. Uh, <laughs> Tom, interesting. 
somewhat yeah, befuddling. Yeah, it is interesting when I put you in your place. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, Tom. <laughs> All right. You know, good luck. Put, when you get put in your place because you ramble on, you think you know everything, and you don't. Nope, nope, but I'm confident in what I say, Tom, and I wish your yeah, information well, was a little better. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're Republicans are just bad. All right. Okay, Tom. Thanks, Boy. thanks man. Boy. Uh, Carl, you are next up on our big discussion here. You are on the mark. Wow, what a fantastic morning this has been. Yeah. Well, Ben, I, ben, I want to agree with you totally that I don't think it's that we really need to change the policing. We need to change the attitude of the citizenry. I have a unique perspective. My brother was a 25-year retired officer, and he happened to come in last week to visit. And I asked him, I said, if you were thinking about your career today, would you become a cop? And he's like, there's no way. And there, there's a guy who had a, a great career. And how many young people right now that are considering being officers are just going to say, there's no way we're going to do this. So what is our future going to be? You know, this talk about defunding the police and not having officers anymore. Do people realize what this society would be like without our officers out there? What if we improve police, Carl? Is there any improvement we could do to policing? You know, set up a different mission, change our society and our people, and improve policing. Are are there any ways we can do any of that? Well, I'm sure there's, there's improvement everywhere, but what we're doing here is we are condemning all the police because of a couple bad actors. I'm sure somewhere right now, the worst doctor in the world is operating on somebody, <laughs> and, and, and they're going to die. Are we going to now say, hey, we got to get rid of all, all uh, physicians because of this one bad actor? And that's what we're doing. We're being hijacked by this movement. You know, they've been waiting for this to happen, and, you know, they want to get rid of the police. This is absolutely ridiculous. Well, Carl, the the part about the police is the police union has to step up. Just like the teachers' unions, if you're protecting bad teachers, just like the peer group you talked about, the doctors. Doctors have to step up, and it's in their peer group, and, and lawyers, bad lawyers. But, again, the police union can play a pivotal role here and they should be they should be at the table negotiating things that make sense to people Uh, bad bad police people have to go you're 100 you're 100 right it goes back i agree with that it goes back to the union i mean there's teachers out there that they can do anything and we can't fire them there's police officers there's that's absolutely ridiculous too but the democrats will not support the legislation to uh, enable us to be able to do that. Yeah, we let these unions run roughshod over top of us, and uh, it's Democratic support. It's the same way with they try to introduce a bill that people could not be sued if somebody comes to your place and gets COVID. The Democrats are saying no because they're supporting the attorneys. Yeah, trial lawyers. All right, Carl, the, Carl, you might not have heard it yesterday. The, the Fraternal Order of Police did have a news conference yesterday. Here's an excerpt of that news conference. Can you hear that, Carl, over the phone? No. It's no, crickets. It's crickets. So, all right, it's bad joke. Well, yeah, unions no, should be part of the no. solutions. Not, it's part of the solutions to, to some of these problems. Thank you, Carl. Thank you so much for Thank checking you. in. All right, uh, we got a caller. Yep, appreciate it. We got our, the rest of our show has been sealed. We got a caller standing by. We got some emails to read, so we'll be mm. right back. 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we're back on the radio. Uh, we're going to hit the email super duper up. I guess I don't have time. Chris, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, I'd like to remind uh, Ben that uh, Giuliani was the creator of the stop and harass policies in New York City. Stop and frisk. Nothing to in, did nothing to uh, improve relations with minorities since they were the ones being stopped and harassed. Well, stop, stop and frisk is what it was called, and it uh, took a lot of guns. Yeah, well, well, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't know you did. I want to assume, Chris. Well, you don't seem to know the names of certain Democrats either, uh, but the Democratic uh, program. Okay, Chris. So, oh, okay, we'll Chris. Well, whatever power. name so here. I so, I'd do it. yeah, Chris, you're 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 such a witty guy. So, I stop am. and frisk to yourself. So, now look 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 in the mirror and uh, prove yourself, uh, prove of yourself's wit. But um, again, stop and frisk took a lot of guns off. Off the street was it the best oh, community policies nonsense, nonsense. Uh, it was no. a failed policy and it was, it was kept it was kept by bloomberg kept Come by on, bloomberg ben. the next year next year's when bloomberg was in chris so what? Bloomberg kept that policy. So after well, after Giuliani cleaned didn't it make up, it constitutional, did it? What well, did the courts rule? Ben? A- afterwards, what then, did the courts rule, Ben? A- under under De Blasio, they took it to what court. What did the courts rule? Ben. <laughs> and they said stop and frisk, and oh, the way it was implemented. Well, uh, how, how come it? How come it was there, you, Chris? You didn't answer mine at all because yes, what you're did. saying is that stop and frisk was a policy that started. It must have been constitutional and legal. And then when the uh, De Blasio administration took it to court, they they said it was unconstitutional because it was profiling certain individuals. Well, okay, they took it out. No, how is how is New York? Don't have a right to stop and frisk you. How is New York City better off without that policy? Constitutionalized? Oh, you have to go by much, that. Much better. No, oh, okay. Much better uh, off. You've not been to New York City then in the last couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're not stopping and frisking their uh, their constituents illegally, Ben. How how can you think that that that, that creates the when, riots? When you say that no, it didn't create the, the riots. When you say illegally, if a if a police officer under the Giuliani and the Bloomberg administration thought there was a problem, that's what they did. They ruled it unconstitutional. They stopped it. It has not made New York City better or safer, Chris. All right, Chris, we'll give you the last it, word, please. It made it 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 made it worse. Oh, it made New York City worse. It created the riot situation and all the resentment. Now look at look, look at the look at the policy. Look at the crime rates. 
I think I cut off his last word. Yeah. I gave him the last word yeah. and then I cut yeah. it off. So sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. We'll take all this up Monday morning. Yeah. You're Good luck. Have a good weekend. You too, buddy. Thank you so much. This is WDK OK Sunbury.